Have you ever heard the term of a 60-40 portfolio? Traditionally, that's 60% in the market and 40% in the bond market. And that has been a theory that has been worked off for years and years and years. And today, we're going to talk to you a little bit about how we approach the 60-40 idea and, and what's going on in the current economy and the current market environment where we may want to start thinking about some alternatives. And basically, what I'm saying here is you've got bonds and you've got bond alternatives. So we want to uh, shed some light on how we think about them and why a bond alternative may be something that you want to consider in your portfolio. Yeah, I think as we are in a world right now where people are worried about risk management, uh, most of the time we used to think, oh, I just got to risk manage the, the equities. Uh, we are currently in an environment where we have to manage the risk on the bonds. And people are seeing it. They, it this is very. This is not something that you've not heard of already. You've been listening to the news. You know that interest rates are going up. Interest rates going up make bonds very difficult to earn money. So if you're if you're in bonds right now or you think you're in a 60-40, this is a very, very, very important episode. So let me just uh, remind you of a couple of things. If you're listening to us on our website, great. But if you look there, you'll see a big subscribe button. Then go to wherever you would like to listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google, whatever it might be. And I was not even on Amazon and Facebook, but wherever you go, follow us, please. Uh, and leave us a review. We certainly do love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your ideas. Also, if you visit our website, which is pomwealth.net, go to the blog page. We have a blog article that we write every single week on the topics of how to get to and through retirement. So we encourage you to go visit that. But before we go into this episode, we got to do a quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to Secure Your Retirement Podcast. And today our episode is going to be one of our retirement in action uh, uh, episodes where we handle a topic that we think is important. Today's topic, uh, as we get right into it, is bonds versus bond alternatives. Now, I'm going to just come right out and say, you know, a lot of people have built their portfolios around this idea of you got to have equities because you want growth, but you want to buy bonds to offset any kind of downside in the market. And so there has become this thing over time where especially people that are close to or in retirement who say they want this portfolio that's going to survive and be able to deal with market volatility, they come up with this this what they have people have deemed the, the right mix. And that mix is this 60-40 portfolio. So what does that even mean? 60-40, 60% equity. So basically you would take 60% of your money. So let's just pretend you got a million dollars. You take 600,000 of it and you would diversify that 
into a various amount of stocks, equities, mutual funds, all those, but, but on the equity side of the world. Then the 40%, you would go buy bonds. And the premise behind that was if you have a stock market volatile position or, or correction, you're not going to be exposed to all of that because 40% of your money is in bonds. And we all know that bonds are safe and that bonds don't lose until now. And uh, all of a sudden now that whole atmosphere is changing. Bonds have had a very, very difficult run. And we believe that they're going to continue to have a difficult run for probably the next decade. Uh, and the reason why is because of the low interest rate environment uh, that we have lived through for the last a uh, number of years, uh, we've actually been in a very low interest rate environment all the way going back to 2008. And so when interest rates go up, that affects bonds negatively. And you really don't have anywhere to go right now, but interest rates to go up and people get that. They say, okay, if interest rates go up, hurts bonds. If you're in bonds and interest rates go down, then that can help bonds. But right now with the environment we're in, it, it can be very difficult. So Merce, just so that everybody understands kind of what, how we gauge bonds and maybe how they've reacted in the last year or so. Can you kind of give us, you know, everybody knows the S&P 500, that's the index people look to. What's the index people look to when it comes to bonds? Yeah, like you said, when we talk about the stock market in general uh, and the, the big wigs on TV, they're talking about the stock market being down or headed into a, a correction territory or bear market territory. They're always talking about really three major indexes, the S&P 500, the uh, Dow Jones and the NASDAQ. Um, and that's really the equity side, the stock side of the market. When we're talking about the bond side, um, we're ta really talking about uh, the what's called the aggregate bond index. And there's been uh, other ones kind of simulated off of that, but that's really the major one. So if I, if I say equities and I say you, 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 equities are the S&P, then if, if I say bonds, I'm going to say bonds are the AGG. Uh, just for a generic way of looking at some benchmarks here and there. And so when we look at the the AGG index as a whole, like Raiden said, bonds have had issues. There's a lot of bonds built inside of the AGG index, all different types, a very good diverse building of, of bonds. And uh, when we look at that over a few different periods of time, snapshots, uh, it's kind of breaking that story of bonds are going to uh, keep you safe when the market has issues. So if we look at just year to date, we're recording this really kind of around the 1st of May. Uh, and if you, 1st of April, I'm sorry. And if you um, look at year to date for that AGG index, uh, it's down roughly, it's going to be floating, but roughly around six to six and a half percent is kind of where it's in, in this, in this trajectory of, and. So when you say just, just for, cause since everybody's listening six to six and a half, what? percent. Yeah. Yeah. Six to six and a half percent year to date. And you, th you think about that, that is a bond. That is something that you've been told all your life, that this is something that's going to be safe and it's going to protect you. And it's going to make a decent rate of return, not going to blow away the markets, but it's going to be safe and steady. And all of a sudden now I'm telling you, telling you we're, you know, four months into the year and that index is down already in the 6% range just for the four months of this year of 2022. And then you say, okay, well, if the bonds are down that much, then surely the market, the, the equity side, the stocks, the S&P, the NASDAQ, the Dow, they should be down, you know, they should be down significantly more. And the, the answer right now currently is that's not true. The S&P is actually right around that negative 3% for the year. 
And so now it, it, this makes us think a little bit of, go to the scenario of Raiden talking about the 60-40 portfolio. And the reason you have that 40 is to offset your risk of that 60, the 60 being say the S&P. Well, it's not doing that. It's actually making your portfolio worse. You're actually feeling more than what the market is actually doing from a downside perspective. Um, and so now we're, we're having to think a little bit and, and kind of realize what, where, where is the future going when it comes to this interest rates uh, scenario that we're in? We're, for the past 10 years, we've been in a very low, low interest rate scenario. And now what happened in 2020, essentially we're paying for it um, in, the, in the world of inflation and now the Fed having to do what the Fed is doing, being, you know, making decisions here about raising interest rates. And we don't know where it's going to go, but it seems like there's going to be uh, some significant raises over the next few years to get inflation back under control. Well, that's going to hurt the bond market. And every, every article you read, every big wig that you listen to, uh, and everyone is worried for the next, not just couple of years, but 10 years when we're looking at the bond environment. So that leads us to kind of, you know, how do we handle this situation? The world has been built off of this construction of a portfolio saying 60% equities and 40% bonds in retirement, you should be just fine. Now we're being flipped upside down. And so that's why we're, we're bringing this up because we think, you know, we thought about this and, and that's why there, there's other things out there that we've utilized uh, for years and years before we, interest rates had an issue. And that's why we're having this podcast today is kind of to just give you a little bit of an idea of, you know, I'm worried about bonds. So what else can I be doing with my portfolio? I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, I think it's also interesting when you look at that AGG that uh, Merce was just talking about. For the last three years, if you were just in this, this AGG environment, meaning you're just in a bond portfolio, for three years, you're down 2%. That means you've, you've lost money for the last three years. So as we say in this particular episode, it's called bonds and bond versus bond alternatives. So what are we even talking about when we say a bond alternative? Well, if you've listened to our podcast for very long, and if you haven't, uh, you can go find the episodes where we talk about actively managing your money. Well, we do that on the equity side. In fact, our overall money management approach is we ourselves will protect from significant loss because we have a sell-side discipline. But how do we still, though, go and get assets that are going to be an alternative to bonds? And for us, if you think about it, what's the purpose of a bond? Lower risk and to provide income. That's really what we're our goal with that is. So if I'm going to go to a bond alternative, I need to test it and compare it to what my goal was with bonds. So I need to say, is it going to be volatile or is it going to be safe compared to the stock market? And then number two, can I provide, can it provide me income? So when we go out and look at different places to do that, a place that comes up in conversation and over the years it has come up more and more in topic are using fixed annuities and specifically fixed indexed annuities. Now, 
you probably, if you've ever read anything about these, you can find pros and cons articles about them, pros or cons. But when you put it in the context of not comparing it to the stock market, but comparing it to bonds, annuities provide a very, very good alternative to bonds. Why? First of all, an annuity, a fixed index annuity cannot lose in a year. So had you been in, if, if let's just compare it from the perspective this year, you were in a fi fixed index annuity, instead of being down 6.33, worst case, you're down zero. That's your worst case is you've made nothing. For the last three years, your worst case is you have made nothing. That's your worst case. But what is the reality? Well, we've been doing these for a long time. And what we find is it's a pretty safe number to say over a 10-year period, the fixed index annuity is going to earn in that 3 to 6% range. Um, you know, 3 to 6% on average. Is it going to make it every single year? No. But what is it never going to do? It's never going to lose. Now, Merce and I, uh, we talk a lot about how to structure our, our plan. We want to have some money that's for growth. We want to have some money that's for income. So, Merce, could you just kind of maybe walk us through a little bit about if we use this bond alternative, we don't lose. And when we don't lose, we can then depend on the income. So how do we structure maybe an overall plan, just a high level on how we would do that? Yeah, so the big part of this is um, there is no cookie cutter approach. Uh, it's not just saying, hey, let's put a 60% into the growth side of things and let's put 40% into um, a bond alternative. Uh, it's really every family is different. And so we start everything off and you've heard us talk about this quite a bit with a retirement financial plan. What that does is it gives us a very good idea of, uh, in, a, in a couple of different ways is, you know, here's where you are today. Here's where you headed when you reach retirement. And here's what your retirement's going to look like based off of some assumptions, of course. And what that does is give us a picture on a couple of different things. Hey, are we going to be okay? And what is our income need going to be? When I say that, um, we're looking at what is coming in from various sources. So maybe you got social security, maybe you've got uh, pension, rental income, but then where's that deficit of, you know, living your, where's uh, living your normal life? How much extra do you need on top of that? And whatever that number is, that's where we're going to start strategizing saying, Hey, we need to cover this. Uh, and typically we're going to use that bond alternative. Now, whatever that number is, we're going to walk you through it. And basically it, it's a, a whole nother conversation that we get into talking about different buckets that we want to have money in. Um, but ultimately we look at, at it from this perspective and everything about investing is purely about how you understand it and how you perceive it and what your expectations are. And when we're talking about income, like Raiden said, uh, we want to be using something that is safe, and reliable and, and, and not volatile uh, so that we can count on it to be there for the next 10, 15 years or even longer. Uh, and that helps us make a plan. So now think about this. We come up with a plan that has your income covered for the next some odd years, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever that number is, whatever you desire. And you still have your growth bucket. You still have your money in the market and, and growing, also taking risks there that has the ability now to grow and, and grow over not just a few years, but you're, you're not touching it for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Imagine the power of that. Um, and so that's kind of how we look at it is saying, let's structure this so that we know that we have income we can count on so that the other assets can grow untouched for a very long time. And then if we have to rearrange because things happen in life, we have plenty of flexibility to re rearrange 
Um, but that's the overall concept there of how we structure these income plans. So ultimately, what we're trying to say is, is that we're not trying to say that bonds are horrible. You know, don't buy a bond. That's not our message. What we're saying, though, is, is that we do believe that bonds uh, have had a hard time for the last few years. We believe that's going to continue as we deal with the interest rate environment that we are in currently. And as already has been said, the Fed has said they're going to raise rates. They've given us this idea that they're going to do it multiple times throughout this year and next year, uh, significantly raising the interest rate of where we were, which was basically zero. And so if you are right now looking at your portfolio and you've been in that 60-40 kind of mix, uh, if there's never, ever been another time, this is the time that you want to reevaluate how you're looking at that portfolio, maybe get a fresh set of uh, ideas or set of eyes on that portfolio. Um, and uh, we just, you know, we're just feeling really strongly right now that, that, that we want to look at things different than we ever have. And because the reason why is the world's a little different than it ever has been before. So keep that in mind. By the way, we do appreciate you listening to us today. Uh, go check out the website, pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. We have a whole article on this very topic of bonds versus bond alternatives. You can go through it and read it and find all what we just talked to you about. And that'll be all your notes for you. Also, if you would like to get a, uh, a com have a conversation with myself or Merce, please just go on the website, top right-hand corner. You got a little button there you can click on for a 15-minute, no obligation phone conversation. We would love to be able to hop on the phone and have a conversation with you. We hope this has been a benefit. We hope this helps you to get at least your mind thinking about some alternatives to what, what you might felt was already a bad scenario. But uh, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.